0: You are now listening to the Claim It podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. On today's episode, we have another special edition where Tristan Prettyman, Tristan Prettyman and I, like the (laughs) holiday edition of my name, (laughs) (laughs) Prettyman,
1: just call me Tristan Prettyman,
0: are answering your questions. Uh, Yeah, this will be a few segments of these, an ongoing thing. Perhaps I'll even have other guests on to do it in the future. You can go to yourjoyologist.com slash ask me. Wait, you know, before I say that again, I better double (laughs) check.
1: This is the second time you've given that out, so
0: yes. (laughs) It's just ask. How embarrassing. Yourjoyologist.com ask. But the appropriate link will be in the show notes. Yourdialogist.com slash ask. All right, so we are going to... What are we getting into today? We'll we'll see how long it takes. We might be covering quite a few here. We're going to start with one that's... um, hmm. Well, let's just just read it. My supervisor and I have been flirting. Mm. We decided last week to actually act on it and have sex except it wasn't passionate. He fell asleep and left the next morning. My question to you is, should I leave this situation alone? Beep, 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 beep. Uh, We decide to despise the word should. Or, oh wait, wait. So should uh, I leave this situation alone? It's so hard for me to say it. Oh, by the way, he lives with his kid's mother, which I just found out and I'm feeling used and misled. Wait, so, so apparently he has They're kids. divorced? Well, I don't know. So that's what she's saying. She just found out that he actually... So I'm guessing she knew he had kids and then now she has just found out that he actually lives in the same house with the mother and the kids. So perhaps I do... This guy sounds like a hot mess. I do know some people that get divorced and it is just, you know, it's a lot of money and a lot of things and with kids, you know, like, you know, so they may live in the same house and have separate bedrooms and they get along amicably. So it could be totally legit. They do get along well. He could be misleading. He could be separated. He could still be with her. I don't know. But feeling used and misled, I would... Definitely get clarity and just, you know, hey, so what do you, what is your relationship like with your wife or your ex-wife or, you know, uh, getting some more context on that? And I generally feel you can get a feeling when someone's talking if they're being honest or not. And just being like, hey, like, tell me the truth because you're going to be able to feel, well, some people are really good at lying, Hmm. but I for sure would bring that up. Um, but I would also then consider even, like, so you've been flirting with this guy, with your supervisor. Do you Are you, like, actually, like, interested in and, like, saw him as, like, a viable partner? Yeah. Or was this just, like, this is fun and flirty? Like, sure, Forbidden. let's have fun. Because sometimes I know there's times in our lives when you're, like, maybe I don't want when somebody's serious. But, like, hmm, it's nice to, like play around so also like what are you looking for in this relationship did you want more were you hoping that this is somebody I actually mm. really like and i want or was it like a convenient thing like cool i see this guy he's flirting with me it feels good because it feels good to be acknowledged
1: and adored yes and, adored, and, and to flirt with but yeah. like
0: do you actually even like them or is it just like well this feels good yeah this is interesting um <laughs> So yeah. Oh, and so she said, "Should I leave this situation alone?" Which again, I would like to reframe. Like, well, do I feel- want to leave this situation alone? So I always take the word "should" out, and that's I should. So you're asking us because right, we're like getting your permission, but well, to make sure to ask yourself, like, well, what are you feeling?
1: Well, it sounds to me like she doesn't like she wants to leave it alone because it sounds to me like it was this build up, and then they finally hooked up, and then there was like no. It felt Empty. It felt like there was no passion.
0: Yeah, like and just like so, it feels like it, or something. Like yeah, maybe it just kind of felt having like having
1: sex, Deeply. Not like we're
0: having sex. Yeah, it you, finally
1: happened. You know the difference, like and so it sounds to me like yeah, she. What to me it sounds like she was disappointed, and it sounds to me it's that it's my intuition is telling me your ego is saying. It sounds to me like deep down you're like, mm, I actually really wasn't into that. That was nothing like I thought it was going to be. There was no passion. I think I'm over this. But then your ego is stepping in going, but maybe there is something there. Like, ooh, maybe, but I wanted it to be more. Should it be more? Oh, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You know. She's trying to mind her shoulds around me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing a very good job. You
1: know, ooh, am I is this something like I want it to be more, you know, I don't know. It's like,
0: yeah, first of all, then even get like how we just like started off. Like, was this even something you actually see potential in it? Or was it like, I'm getting attention. Cause sometimes I've definitely in my life felt like that. Like, oh, I don't think I actually like that person. I just like feel like I'm getting attention. I somebody mean, likes me, someone's showing me attention, and so then like, okay, maybe I'll try this out. But really like, you know, eh, I, I know can, this isn't. Do you know, I can share
1: it from experience. I I had met somebody like a year ago who uh, they expressed interest in me, and I was like, oh, they're really cute. They're Mm, there could be like a little sparkle here, you know? And they expressed to me that they were married with kids, but that their relationship hasn't been um, good for quite some time. And so, but they can't really leave because it'd be too expensive to get two houses. So they just kind of stick it out. But his wife has expressed she doesn't even want to be in the relationship and, you know, and kind of kept trying to pursue me. And for me, I just felt like, you know What? That might work for somebody else, but that's not going to work for me. Like, if you want to pursue me, I need... For me, what makes sense is you need to have a clean slate and your shit figured out. I am not about to get myself into a situation where you're telling me you're in a relationship, you're unhappy, you still Mm. live in the same... Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like, I think this person is a good person, but, like, at the end of the day, I don't know the full story. And if you're still living under a roof with your kids and your wife... I am not about to enter that situation. So, if you end up leaving and getting yourself sorted and you find yourself in a situation where you are completely no strings attached and on your own and very single, I don't want no weird overlap yeah. going on. And I just had to say, like, and I just said that I just said, I, this is, it's come, com- the situation doesn't make me feel comfortable. Yes, we might have some kind of chemistry that we're feeling towards each other, but until like you know i'm divorced i am out of my last relationship i have been living single i am fully self-sufficient i don't have any weird overlap going on the person that i would like to be involved with is not going to have a complicated relationship living under you know it just didn't work for me so i think you have to ask yourself is that gonna work for you that he's living with
0: when it doesn't even seem like like, because I was like, Or do you just want to have fun, but she, it doesn't even seem like she really enjoyed the like, sex anyway. So yeah, it doesn't even my, seem like, oh, could this just be like, oh, light, like, wow, well, sex. Like, yeah. I,
1: and in my case, it was like, actually, when I thought about it, I was like, ah, I mean, they're cool, but like, they're not super my type. And I think I'm just even addressing it or giving any it any energy because it's like the only thing in front of me right now. And it feels good. And it feels to like, nice you know, to for someone some to tell are you are that you're really yeah.
0: good at like making you feel seen and yeah. adored and so it can be like, okay, maybe I'll do this. Yeah. But it was but like yeah. at the end of
1: the day in my heart I was like, I don't think this
0: is my person. But Yeah, and she said she's feeling used and misled. Well, that's so not a good for place sure, to no, start. And the- I definitely would say like having a conversation, it's your supervisor, so like I think saying like, hey, more complicated. Let's you know, like I think for sure you might want to have a conversation about it even though you probably could just be like blow him off but then you're probably gonna be holding on to some feelings so like be like, hey, like after work tonight or whatever we like, can we make an appointment talk and just be calm and again um, use first person language and like, you know, uh, it felt good, this I'm feeling used and misled because of this and like, and also you can just be like I don't think it's a good idea maybe for us to be in a relationship, but like you're okay. You are allowed to tell him that you've been feeling used and misled, even if you don't want to continue the relationship. And um, also he might not have been trying to be like a skeevy guy and like this. He probably – guys are always just trying to get laid. But but I was going to give him some benefit that also – maybe he really is separated in there, are living, you know, whatever. That, again, this might not be financially sound for them to move out. Yeah, But he might be ashamed that he's still living there. He he might might not have been honest within forthright because he's carrying some shame. So not, like, again, forgive him. But do realize he's a human that maybe wasn't intentionally misleading you to get you in bed, but that, like, he might actually like you, but just, like, he feels shitty about where he's at. But maybe
1: also he was feeling good um, having her yeah, her attention to and like... Right,
0: and having that energy because his relationship
1: is not th- or was not going very well. You know, perhaps he... I mean, we could go down a whole storybook about what <laughs> we're, we're is, is going that. on here. But you have to just ask the person where they're at. But yeah. perhaps he was feeling ashamed, like you're saying, about being in this situation and then got some attention from his female co-worker like flip it around right yeah and that felt really good to him but then the minute it became more than flirting and they actually slept together maybe it was like reality hit yeah. and then he was like oh i'm actually not available right for this
0: right well, or yeah. you know we don't know we don't know if he, if yeah he might still be in that relationship he might just still himself be healing it so even though he was excited to flirt with you and do this that it also then it might not have been passionate because He's probably still messed up, maybe. Yeah. Or, or he might have just wanted to get some action, or he might
1: have just who knows.
0: Yeah. But but I think the bottom line is she's not feeling she's feeling used and misled. And it wasn't passionate. Yeah. You didn't have feel the vibe. a conversation with him yeah. for sure. You can have a nice honest conversation. And know that you are worthy of having a passionate relationship and somebody being honest with you. And that they're out there. And also like to again to like notice, we know we had we talked about this in our last episode talking about relationships, and we talked more about friendships, but like to notice too, like it can be I don't know how many women and men start relationships and stay in relationships just because it feels better to be with somebody than being alone, even though they feel like shit and they don't feel seen in them.
1: My other question would be
0: is this a by chance an
1: ongoing pattern because I feel like sometimes the universe will throw similar situations at you until you choose or do something differently. So has, so my question would be like, is this by chance something that's happened before and you didn't have a conversation? So this is now your chance to actually step up, have a conversation and instead of looking at it, instead of it perhaps could easily turn into Oh maybe I'm just not pretty enough or he, or he wasn't in it wasn't passionate because he's not into it because I'm not good enough right like this is your chance now to take it to be like, oh, you know what this isn't working for me not I'm not good enough for that person so
0: yeah yeah like take ownership take power like see the power that you have in your own life and in relationships and that you don't have to settle for feeling used and misled and let you are allowed and please speak up about it.
1: Yeah. You can, this is her chance. I feel like to say like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little bit used and misled. This is not how I want to be treated. I'm worth, I know my worth. And then in doing that, you create that space for someone to show up who does yeah. value your worth and that you, where you do feel respected.
0: Yeah. And it's good. And those sorts of conversations can always be challenging, but a lot of times they transform the other person as well and they might not be immediate, but like, oh, that someone's actually telling me how I made them feel. And like it could, you know, even if you guys, even if you stop working there and your relationship totally ends and you guys don't talk to each other, it could actually you opening up and sharing with him how that all made you feel could lead to him changing how he treats people in the future and Absolutely. how he shows up. And he'll,
1: I think ultimately that leads to you have respect for someone.
0: Yeah. That he will have respect for her because she spoke up. Even if at first... Even if initially he might get angry or something. People get like, oh no, they're confronting me. She's saying I'm wrong. But again, choosing like when this happened, it made me feel like this. Not you made me feel... Not used. like you did this and you're a bastard or whatever. You know, yeah, you, you could, there's like You used you... me and you misled me isn't is not gonna create a conversation for him to <laughs> yeah. listen to say, you, <laughs> you know, can, when this yeah. happened and then you told me that you lived with your, your wife or ex wife or the kid's mother, maybe they were never even married. Um, it made me feel used and I felt misled. So that takes yeah. a different energy than Saying, you used me and you're still fucking living
1: with her and, yeah. da, na,
0: na, and you could yeah and just try to whenever you're having these conversations with people a challenging conversation like try to come from like a heart centered place and really like, what does that yes. mean just like think about we're all humans we're all struggling we're and all they all probably trying. feel bad yeah. about it too or in some different way and so just to like instead of come from attack mode just like to be grounded and like try to come from your heart and yeah like say how it made you feel instead of accusing yeah because maybe it wasn't
1: it maybe it didn't feel passionate to her and maybe it also didn't feel passionate to him and now maybe they both are kind of like
0: oh yeah yeah but and they could a lot of times people would just not say anything and then just live in that awkwardness and then take that into other relationships no and other things Don't bring well. that into the next relationship yeah, yeah. I think this is a really
1: cool a opportunity thing. you have ahead of yourself.
0: Yeah. I would be curious be
1: to know right what away. happens. I would like an
0: update. Yeah. So I hope you're listening and feel free to message us back. You can even go back to yourdwellers.com ask and just leave a like comment of like, "Hey, that was me. That rep- that left that thing and thank you. I did this. Follow yeah. up with us." <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I'm curious. <laughs> okay, the next question. Totally um, totally different. Pretty big one. How do you navigate existential crises? <laughs> also, if you happen to know what is the meaning of life, <laughs> guacamole. I'm serious about navigating existential. I don't even know how to say it. existential crises, calming a chaotic mind. Hi, Kim just laying us on, laid it on us. Okay, so I honestly like looked up what is the actual meaning of existential crisis because it feels like something we hear all the time. And I'm like, well, what exactly does that mean? <laughs> so existential crises are moments when individuals question whether their lives have meaning, have purpose or value. It may be commonly, but not necessarily tied to depression or inevitably negative speculations on the purpose of life. Example, one day will I be forgotten? What's the point of all my work? Why am I here? Hmm. Pretty big. Pretty big thing. So I don't know if I've ever personally navigated a existential crisis. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm always having. <laughs> one, of <my> so. own. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess somewhat, you know, on different levels um, talk to maybe go to therapy. <laughs> therapy is a good one, <laughs> or talk to someone. Talk, get a you know a life coach, or go to therapy with our counselor, whatever you feel good about, or even talking to a loved one about it. To that, I really think that you know, and journaling even one thing that journaling really is helps so me help. when the like big confusing, what is even the point? What is all of this? Like I said, I don't know if I've experienced it on that level. Um, but with some clients is that, is that having that space to get all of the thoughts outside of you. And sometimes just saying it out loud to someone else, you will hear the thoughts that are in your mind and you're like, Oh, okay. Like that starts to take the power away from them. Journaling, I love the morning pages style of journaling that uh, Louise, no, not is that Louise. three Hay. pages and you yeah, just write whatever. Julia Cameron in the artist's way. Yeah. So, yeah, it's called the morning pages. Don't let that scare you off. Like, it was how she does it is like you're supposed to wake up and the first thing you do when you're sub, you know, your conscious mind isn't even fully awake to just handwrite three sides of a page or three pages, however you read that. I just. Do three sides of a page, and let it all out. I never was into journaling. It seems like such a good idea, but it was like, oh, yeah, journal. Blah. But I think to me, I always felt like journaling was felt like, dear diary, let me write out the perfect story of my life. <laughs> I and should so- definitely journal more. Oh, my God. You I don't want <laughs> to journal more. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> I am fired. <laughs> It's really making me aware how much I say (laughs) all the things I should be doing.
0: (laughs) Exactly. What have you changed? Oh, I want to. Oh, maybe I do actually want to journal. Or do you just feel like you should journal because that's what other people tell you to do? Do you want to? Or you just feel like it's a big should that the world is putting on you? I'm having an existential crisis. I'm I'm (laughs) having an existential crisis. Um... (laughs)
1: no, I feel like i I honestly feel like it would do me good if I journaled more, and I don't. I just put it off. I don't ever do it, but I know but i I was reading this thing from um Rick Rubin will post uh, one Instagram post and then he leaves it for like a certain amount of time twenty four hours or something, and then he deletes it
0: oh.
1: um so he only ever has one
0: post oh. at a time up oh I interesting,
1: know but he posted something the other day that said um um, what that, um, that, uh, well, see, I can't go look at it because I don't, oh, you, you didn't see it. It. You got to screenshot it um, next time
0: or else, cause you know, it's going to go away.
1: Um, oh, it was so good, but it was something along the lines of, oh, uh, it was this one what makes an artist great sorry what makes an artist great is the ability to access the inner world we all have but that most others can't access and i feel like as a kid when i was first starting out playing music when i was 15 there was no social media there was no internet there was no distraction i would come home from school and music was my way to not have to do my homework and i would have all that time to just tap into myself because i didn't have all these outside distractions but i feel like as i've gotten older and we have more distractions and we have more commitments and things that we want or may not want to be doing. Ooh, I just caught myself. Yeah, um, It's harder to access that, your purpose. Yeah. It becomes harder to like tap into that inner thing. And I, f- I feel like if I journaled, it would help me access that place because I feel like I'm very out of touch with it.
0: Yeah. No, it totally helps. So anyway, so she prescribes to do it first thing in the morning that was the first time I really feel like I loved journaling because it was basically to, the way she says to do it is just write and don't make any, you don't have to start new paragraphs. Nothing has to make any sense. So it's stream of conscious, right? Such, yeah, just stream of conscious, but like keep writing until you've filled out three pages. So that can look like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this writing exercise. I really hate writing. What am I going to eat for breakfast? Oh, I forgot to call Sally back. I really like don't feel great in my life right now. So you really are just- allow yourself to do that, like allow everything all to comp- jump yeah. around mm-hmm. and it feels so good. And in that process, a lot of times things that we don't even know we're feeling or thinking or coming out or things that we don't forget about or things we don't make, or like, you know, like I have, we have so many thoughts every day and then we like file them away and don't remember them. So things start to stream out of you. And again, like it's called the morning pages. But for me, once I started doing this, it just became like, anytime I felt like I was in a funk, I was not feeling right. I felt like what's going, you know, like heavy or, you know, any sort of place that maybe I was questioning, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Why am I even here? Like, does anybody like me? Whatever. Opening the page and letting that come out at any time of the day has been so healing. Like, it feels like you're just like unloading this thing. I got to get on it. So definitely try the morning pages style of journaling. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, you know, when you, you actually sort of commented on, you're like, why, you know, I think you said, why am I doing this? Or I don't even know. But that's when I think, too, to, like, to question that, if you're thinking, like, what is the meaning of life? Then, like, question yourself all day long. Like, why am I eating this? Why am I going here? Why am I hanging out with this person? And that, for me, was... <laughs> kind of do,
1: like, dis- dissecting your life and your... Yeah, and, like, where like yourself you're spending your time and, too.
0: And, like... You know, it's sort of like, what is the meaning of all of this? Then connecting to yourself, like, why am I doing this? Why do I do this? Why? Oh, because this makes me feel good. Okay, because this is how I earn a living. And um, that was the big thing, honestly, when coming back to the should versus once. When I gave up the word should in 2008, Eight. <laughs> uh, I realized I needed a word to replace it. You're almost 20, 10 years should free. Over 10 years, yeah. Woo! yeah um so insert applause here because <laughs> um, I literally wouldn't let the word come out of my mouth. I would be like we should and I'd have to think for a new word because I was so committed to it and most of the time I realized that the word that replaced it was want and it's such a powerful shift. So that honestly is a great thing to do to play with because Because is it
1: then if you're saying oh i should be doing
0: this and then you're like
1: i want and then you're like wait i don't even i don't even want to be doing that actually so so
0: never mind you ask yourself what do you want all day long the shoulds have us like outsourcing everything in our life Mm. what should i be doing we're never connecting to ourselves we're always putting it out in the world (sighs) what should i eat for breakfast what should i wear today what should I do mm, tonight? Should I, I call it. my it just mom back for
1: me? It just clicked. I, now all of it. those
0: things differently. What do I want to eat today? What do I want to wear today? Do I want to go out tonight? Do I want to call my mom back? It has a different mm. you're actually giving yourself a choice. And coming from there. And there's so many different ways. I am writing a book all about this. There's so many different ways that it changed my life. But that was a major one. And so many people lose sight of themselves, have an existential crisis. There's another question that I'm going to weave into this one too. I struggle with depression and anxiety. And this year has been the hardest for me so far. More specifically, I've I've been having a really hard time loving myself and seeing myself as those who love me see me. I find that I'm really hard on myself and have a difficult time getting my inner voice to be kind to myself. What advice do you have to begin to unlearn negative thought patterns and starting a journey towards self-love? So more advice for this too, but for this person too, I wanted to say to do this, commit to, commit fully to eliminating the word should from your vocabulary because in that You are then asking yourself all day long, what do I want? And in the process of what do I want, then you're also asking yourself, well, why? So what do I want to eat for breakfast today? Well, you know, all the wellness influencers or whatever are telling me I should have celery juice first, or I should have overnight oats, or I should have this Mm, smoothie. Powerful. You take control. And then, but also seeing like beyond that, you take control too, and then you have to see like, why do I want that? So- what do I want for breakfast? Do I want the celery juice? It's kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's telling me I should have that. You know, how, why do I feel that? Okay, it is going to make, you know, I really do want to see if it's going to have these amazing results on me. So I do want to do it. Or, you know what? No, I just want to go get like a McDonald's drive through something. I don't know what they serve. Whatever. So then, well, why do I want that? Because it reminds me of my childhood. It's comforting, but so it could, you know. Sometimes it allows you to shift a should into a want. Mm, mm-hmm. I should be eating the smoothie. Why? Because I feel great. My energy sustained all day. I feel full until lunchtime. Oh, I want to have that smoothie. That sounds good right so, now. You yeah, know, like you're allowed to navigate the choices. You can also be like you know what, I know I should have that smoothie, but I really want the freaking drive-through sandwich. I like that it, So I'm going to go have that. And also to not have guilt and shame for your choices. I like that you it's... you want them.
1: I like that it's taking power over your choices, mm-hmm. allowing you to be more mindful as opposed to impulsive. Mm-hmm.
0: Slow it down. Yeah, I'm working on the subtitle. But, yeah, it's something like... So the book is... <laughs> imagine the whole book, black cover... The entire book is like, t- it says, you should read this book. But over should, that's in white, over should in a shiny gold foil is want to read this book. So you can sh- see should underneath. So really the name of the book is You Want to Read This Book. <laughs> Subtitle I'm still working on, but it's sort of, mm. uh, uh, you know, it's basically like how choosing once over should transform my entire life, made me the most mindful person I know, you know, connected me to my intuition. I'm trying to figure out the like best powerful subtitle, but the truth is, it made me so mindful. Yeah. Of not just by only paying attention to one word. That's pretty incredible. Just by paying attention to one word of what I was thinking, what I was saying, why I was making the choices, what I was feeling, why I was feeling them, because I was constantly like tuned into the sh- should. Mm-hmm. So, um, That is why I'm giving that as one of the advices for the person that's been struggling with depression, anxiety, and trying to unlearn negative thought patterns and starting a journey of self-love to then be asking yourself again, instead of taking it from the should and what should I do, you're trying to live up to everybody else's expectations, perhaps. My family wants me, I should have a better job. I should be in a relationship because there's also the should haves, the should be's, I should be further along now. Should leads, I'm I'm getting
1: the point that should leads to a lot of guilt and shaming and stress and anxiety.
0: Yep, that's one of the chapters. (laughs) I believe it's chapter four or chapter three. It's like that should is the base level at the bottom of all judgments, fears, doubts, judgments.
1: And I think about... um, I have a relative who's been struggling with depression and anxiety, and, it's, and now that I'm thinking about it, it is really centered around a lot of um, guilt and shame of, I'm this age, I should be doing this, I should have this, I should be enjoying this, I should have a better marriage, I should... I shouldn't be depressed, in it, you know, and it's comparing so, yourself. Oh my others, gosh, it's so much. That basically
0: should is you're never oh. taking yourself into consideration. It's all about everyone else. Yeah, right.
1: And, there, and, and at the end of the day, we always it always ends up being us that is putting the pressure on ourselves, not anybody else.
0: Yeah. Well, because even if you do have pressure of like your parents saying you should be this, you're. You know your boss, whatever the should that is real, but it's th- you're the only one that's living inside of you. Yeah. So you can only feel that. You know that's what I say about judgments is that a judgment can never have power over in you over you unless it's something you believe to be true. I love about yourself. that.
1: I love that. Yeah, and the whole the same- thing like with the moms at the park and you like are like, oh, are they think I'm a bad mom because yeah. I'm. Because my kid's hair is that isn't brushed right. or whatever, no, I didn't brush my and you're hair. like, well, I don't believe that I'm a bad mom because that's so, never mind, disregarded, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's
0: a, gives me a constant thing to check into, like so what am good. I believing to be true? And again, like that's another easy thing with the shoulds versus the wants, like what do I think? What yeah. do I believe? I mean, what do some, I yeah. want? That you're constantly checking back in with yourself, and we're constantly evolving and growing and changing, and so it gives me a constant like guideline to connect to. It's so good should want because even though I eliminated that word 11 years ago, I still feel it constantly you feel it come up so yeah. i navigating the n- invisible shoulds which i believe yeah. is chapter 12 like but it's constantly that i'm aware of is this a should or a want where is this coming from the why so the ne- uh, navigating existential crisis and the dealing with the depression like so that's a good tip
1: yeah, also I, so I, what I,
0: advice do you have to begin with unlearning negative self-talk and starting a journey towards self-love turn off social media turn off social media <laughs>
1: I really do feel like that is a root of a lot of people's anxiety and depression and stress these days is the amount of social media and how easy it is to pick up your phone and see the 900 things everyone else is doing seemingly now and feel like if you're not busy or know your focus to feel a lot of anxiety and stress. And I definitely... I know I feel that sometimes like oh I was so busy in my 20s and I was touring and I was always making music and now what am I doing? I'm just sitting around. It just probably looks like I'm sitting around and and surfing and cooking and and that people probably think I'm lazy and that I'm like a loser and I'm not like I've lost my touch and it's like well no one's actually told me that. I'm just yeah. telling myself those, those are your things. Own judgments but of then yourself. it's <laughs> like but then I check in and I'm like am I lazy? Fuck no. I'm busy all fucking day long like Am I a great mom? Yeah. Am I like hanging out with my kids, spending quality time? Yes. Am I going surfing? Yes. Am I doing all the things I want to be doing? Actually, most of the time, yes. And for some odd reason, I'm creating guilt because I'm doing the things I want to be doing. And I'm feeling bad about the things I make up people think I should be doing. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. Mm
0: -hmm. But I get it.
1: But I think think the social media leads to a lot of existential crises of not... It's just so much more in our face now, and and access to so many more things that it's like there's so much clutter and noise that it is really hard to get quiet and like be at peace with yourself and mindful. And I think I think the journaling is yeah could be a really useful tool.
0: Yeah, totally. And um, I'm gonna bring up again. You know, when you mentioned the social media and like what things are coming up. That what I brought up in our other episode of the questions like this, too, of to know what you're feeling. So if you're on social media and you start to feel like, oh, I'm not enough or this. And like, what am I feeling? Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I'm not far enough alone. I feel like I should be doing more. That's, again, the naming what you're feeling. Yeah. And then, you know, in that was the, which is the episode or the article I wrote for Chalkboard, which I'll link again. Like, okay, um, which I think – so I gave a shortened version of the other episode. The longer was, well, like, where did this come from? Where is this coming from? Where does this feeling come from? Because I notice, too, sometimes I'll feel something. Something will happen. I'll feel something, and then I'll get busy and do other things. But I'm still, like, carrying around, like, God, wow, like, I feel, like, really, like, heavy and out of it right mm-hmm. now. Like, what what is what am I feeling? Where did this come from? And then, like, tracking back, like, oh, yeah, I was on social media, and I saw – you know, somebody post something and it made me feel this. So sometimes things happen and then we move through life and we forget and then we're carrying around this weight or like, oh yeah, I read that email and it made me feel like they weren't choosing me. They didn't accept me. You know, like Mm -hmm. they said no to my proposal, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't deal with that in that moment. I just ended up like going to make lunch for the kids or whatever. So like naming to what am I feeling? Where did this come from? Is this even real? So like social media, it's like I'm, you know, like you were saying, oh, I'm making up the story of this and that, whatever. Where is this coming from? Because I'm, you know, looking at this from my past. Is this even real? Do people think that I'm not enough that because, you know, that I'm, I'm not allowed to be doing these things that I want? no this is all me in my yeah, head yeah because it's like
1: truthfully there's nobody else is even everybody's th- always thinking about
0: themselves but it's usually like, us spinning it or like you know <laughs> I'll like, be like no oh, one is over there my friend that, just wrote think. back K to a text message so I'm making that up that they don't really care they're just saying okay because that's like they just you know like is that real that like this friend doesn't care about me no I'm making that up because I read too much into it so also tracking the extra steps for that of like yeah. what am I feeling where did this come from is this even real or is this a story that I'm spinning I have creating? a friend and that when you,
1: when I, if I write back, um, to a question like, Hey, you want to go do this? And I, sure. They, it they, like drives them No, nuts.
0: I sometimes have an issue with sure. I'm like, it's a yes or a no. Sure. Feels like, I guess I could do that. <laughs> It depends on the energetic mood I'm in that sometimes sure does bother me. But again, I have to check myself out. Like that person just probably wrote, sure. You say sure sometimes too, (laughs) Trisha. It's like constantly keeping yourself in check. What am I thinking? What am I feeling? Where did it come from? Is this real? Is this a story I'm spinning? Life is a lot of work. (laughs) It's a lot. Oh, my goodness. It's a full-time job life. (laughs) (laughs) But you learn these, like, tricks and it becomes easier and easier. Yes. And that's also, too, it's, like, to know that this is a freaking journey and as much work as you do, that, like, we're always going to, like, struggle with these sort of things. So also to realize to love yourself where you're at now and to not feel like you're behind or why haven't I mastered this? How can I be, like... You're a joyologist and I still struggle with feeling like I'm not enough sometimes, a lot of times. You know, it's like a constant thing, but it's just that I can't I get better and better at tapping into it. This is it. What can I do to make work through this, to serve this, do that? That it is a journey for us and to love yourself where you're at and to try to not feel like I should be further along. Yeah. Okay, so more for the negative thought patterns and starting a journey towards self-love. Journaling for you, too. Naming. So, honestly, for me, too, is um, a big thing. Of I was really, I've been on a self-love journey since I was 15 and almost committed suicide. Like, but that was years and years. And I thought I was, like, so strong in self-love. And then later then realized what made me have to acknowledge the negative thoughts I had and feelings about myself was journaling. Hmm. because you're supposed to write everything out. And so then I would start to feel like I feel shitty. I can't believe, you know, about this. And as a positive person who believed in affirmations at the time, I said, I can't write this out because that means I'm creating it to be real, that I'm manifesting that I, you know, like that kind of bullshit of law of attraction. Okay. I believe in law and attraction and manifestation to an extent, but I was afraid to name the negative thoughts and feelings I had about my life, about other people mm-hmm. for fear that, that what would that mean about me? Because I'm only supposed to be positive. I'm only supposed to – I say positive affirmations. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is I was doing a disservice that I actually – the negative thoughts that came up in my mind that I feel are real. But by me trying to push them down and just be like, I am worthy, I am loved – Mm, not addressing them. I was skipping them. I just kept shoving everything down, yeah. and you know, and so what a real transformation process to me was this journaling of like, okay, I'm gonna write this out it is real. It's living inside of me and I'm trying to pretend like it's not. So honestly, a huge thing for my self love journey and unlearning negative thought patterns were actually acknowledging the negative thoughts, which you might not struggle that because it seems like you're like, yeah, I have these negative thought persons. But for me, it was acknowledging that I have them and also not making myself wrong for having them. Because mm. I was like afraid to admit yeah. that I had negative thoughts. Yeah, And now I don't, find it's necessary to enable name them as negative thoughts i have a doubt i have a fear i have a worry i have a concern i have a judgment yeah and that's in the how can i shift that but so the big thing was in that nagging me, the letting the negative thoughts out that made me then be like well that's not true i don't want to believe that about myself mm-hmm. and that was then to asking well what do i want to believe and then creating the affirmations and affirmations can seem really cheesy but they do work, and do I find work. they most powerfully work, though, if you are creating your own from the negative thoughts you have. So what is a negative thought that you are having? I'm, you know, I'm not far enough along in my life than creating, uh, okay, what do I want to feel? I, my life is happening right on time is an affirmation, or, you know, what do you want to believe? My life is ha- I am at the right right place for me creating what you want to believe and then you create the affirmation as the now tense statement I am this something that is in the present tense Mm -hmm. but again that can come from paying attention to what do I what am I believing that I that doesn't feel good yeah not Mm -hmm. enough Tristan doesn't like me she doesn't want to hang out with me what do I want to believe my friends love me or like no that she does I want to believe this like like, and then turn I'm so good at it now that I automatically go to now tense and I feel like I'm trying to (laughs) if like, you know that, like, I'm trying to be like, what do I want to believe? So you could be like, where, why are you feeling bad? I'm feeling bad because, you know, I don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a relationship. So I feel like unlovable. What do I want to believe? I want to believe I am lovable. I want to believe my person is out there for me. I want to believe I am whole as I am. So then my person is out for me. I will find the person at the right time. I am whole and complete as I am without relationship. Yeah. So... The best way. And so using those affirmations, look at yourself in the mirror, say them to yourself, write them down. I love writing stuff in the mirror. Writing stuff in the mirror. That's my favorite. Yeah. And then when you see the mirror. And sometimes I tell this too, um, because people, you know, it's a challenge to create a new habit. Uh, So if you are working on affirmations in these statements, like choose one that excites you. It has to actually excite you. You can use your own languaging. I'm a badass or I am whole. Whatever works for you. And again, what you are wanting to believe about yourself and call yourself into. What you're trying to, if it's, you know. And then use your own languaging. And I say to practice it every time you go to the bathroom. Because usually when you go to the bathroom, wash your hands and there's usually a mirror there. Mm -hmm. So that can be like your, this is what I do. Look at if you're alone, say it out loud to yourself in the mirror. If you're in public, still lock eyes with yourself and say it in your head.
1: Yeah, like to make
0: that be okay. So, how do I okay, Trish? You've taught me how to make an affirmation, but how am I actually going to do it? Like, you can commit to that. Yeah,
1: it's. I'm also reminded this question um, about
0: the depression, depression, Mm -hmm. and anxiety. Depression, anxiety, hard time loving themselves and seeing herself as, or I. I don't know if it's a female, seeing themselves as other people love them.
1: So I definitely I, I now it just popped into my head. Um I had a good I have a good friend who who battled depression for a long time. And she was telling me like through her process that she would literally like she was going to therapy and doing all of these things to, you know, feel healthy and, and supported and all that kind of stuff. But she was telling me that she literally had to tell herself, like I love you, you're amazing, you are worthy, you're worthy of a great relationship. Like, she would have to tell herself these things, and she's like, I had to tell myself these things every day, to the point, like, I would just, even if I didn't believe them. Even if, as I was saying, and she was talking about how she would say these things into the mirror, you are beautiful, you are worthy of love, you are a good daughter. And she was like, I would look in the mirror and I would tell myself these things, and I would literally be thinking, Liar, like, no, you're not. And she's like, but I just every day just kept doing it, kept doing it. I did it every day till I believed it. You know, That's and then amazing. and then from there, when she got to a place where she finally started believing it, then incorporating healthy habits into feel, you know, how can she take care of herself to not slip back into that depression and anxiety and having, you know, doing doing yoga, going for long walks, um, Cooking healthy meals, making sure she was getting enough sleep, journaling. Yeah. And you have to like
0: bring in the troops to Right. Like look at your whole life. And maybe that means you need some separation around from some people at sometimes it doesn't mean forever, yeah. but it could yeah. be like where do I feel this the most? Yeah. Also too, noticing, like, yeah, like do you notice when it rises? Is it when up I'm more. around these certain people? Is it at yeah. this work? Is it about, you know, when I'm at this place? Like I and that also going back to the only judge of me is going back to, I don't know if we mentioned that. Well, yeah, I said about the judgment can only be real if it's something or only has you power believe if I about myself. Well, I was about to say, where does that come to like noticing that? I remember at a time being like, Oh, I don't. And I still have like, Oh, I'm going to an event in LA. What am I supposed to look like? What am I the like? Like, I used to feel like, Oh, I don't want to go to this area. Cause it's so hip and everybody's going to judge me there. So I would feel bad about myself there. But what, I then had to realize, oh, judgment only has power over me if I believe it is true. Nobody there probably gave a dingham about if my outfit was hip enough or whatever, you know, but (gasps) that was me. Like, so noticing, oh, is it when I go to these, if I'm around these people Because it might not even be that those people are judging you or making you feel bad. It's that you are comparing yourself to them and judging yourself. Yeah. That I was like, I don't feel, I don't want to go to that area in LA that's so hip because they're going to be judging me. So I felt, didn't feel good when I was there. I was always looking around and uncomfortable and self-conscious but now going to those like then later once I realized it was me that was the problem like yeah. I can go to the poshest place and feel confident and comfortable no matter what I'm wearing.
1: It's it, that's interesting because I rec- I remember just in my throughout my music career like going to certain fancy events or things really cool things and I never felt cool or hip or anything so I would get you put, like, like, so
0: much pressure on yourself. Oh my, oh my gosh, outfit, the hair be like, like oh I'm so this, and I'm, then maybe I'll
1: look like I belong like exactly not feeling like I belong and then just kind of being like oh. And then, but the people that did seem like they belonged or were cool were actually just people that I think at least came off, like they were just really comfortable with who they are, Mm -hmm. which is why they seemed so cool.
0: Yeah. So
1: if you can transform that, and now I think as I've gotten older, I'm like, I don't give a shit, whatever. I like went to some fancy restaurant the other night and like my workout clothes and sweats, you know? And my friend was like, I don't know if you can go there in, in your sweats. Like, and I was like, why? Like who gives a shit? Like, and I went anyways and it's like, I'm just comfortable with who I like. I've just over the years, I have just worked through that. And it's like, you know what? I just like, I'm who I am. Like, and I know that I'm a nice person and I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, and you just like work through it. And I think that's where that confidence comes off and where people come off as, seemingly cool or posh or I don't know. is like, you know, right. but the, I mean, there are people that I think put up a front, a good front. Yeah. But like, it really does just come from like, if you can just get comfortable with who you are and like you are who you are, like- yeah. you will you can eliminate a lot of that anxiety. And that's what,
0: you know, she's trying to do that. But that's like, so noticing where do you feel that like, so up? Yeah. Thing, naming what do you feel? What are the thoughts that are coming up for you? And then like, where is that coming from? Is yeah. it when you're around here or when that? And then also like, so because of that, that's mostly yourself, which she did seem, she knows because she's saying negative thought patterns and that other people see her, dif- like she can't see herself the way other people love her. And you know, like, You're going, you know, there might be some really deep root. We all have something that happened in our childhood. I realized I had something I don't even know what it's about, but like, you know, I can't name it an actual thing, but like I have something of feeling like nobody cared about me. Mm -hmm. So then I lived a lot of my life as if I didn't need anybody. And a lot of the stuff that comes up is, I feel like nobody cares about me, that nobody, whatever. And it's like not even from like, and a lot of that stuff happens accidentally. It could be like, because my mom was working two jobs to support us. And so then I didn't, see her as much when I was a kid maybe Since I created she nobody cares about me when meanwhile she cared so much about me she was like working so hard to provide for me Yeah, you know so like yeah. meaning things happen and so like realizing it might be like deep rooted stuff so talk to somebody or just even looking back in your own life or just but really that's a lot of noticing like what am I feeling where is this coming from is it when I'm around this certain person this. Yeah. and when this you're probably judging yourself watch the I call bullshit on um on the fear of being judged video, mm. I will link that, which is a, you know basically coming back to a lot of times we're just spinning these stories of what does everybody else think and that yeah. it's really just, that's you thinking that and so then asking yourself, what do I want to believe and doing those affirmations and yeah, it's going to feel uncomfortable and you're probably not going to believe it at first, but keep doing the work and keep showing up for it and keep saying them. Another big thing, which can be even more uncomfortable, but it sounds like you have some amazing supportive people in your life, A bigger breakthrough for me was affirmations like call and response. So be like with a friend. So I would say, I am worthy of being loved. You are worthy of being loved. I am worthy of being loved. You are worthy of being loved. So back and forth with someone saying that to you, and that made me break down to tears. I don't know Mm. how many times. And that was after I'd done so much work. Yeah, And I still was like, and believed in affirmations, and then that call and response stuff, and um, yeah, and so that was something I learned from Cafe Gratitude, Matthew, Matthew, and uh, Tercey's Englehart, which she's. Um She's going to be the last podcast of the year. No Terces way. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Of 2018. Yeah. So listen to Tercy's Angleheart episode when that comes out, if it's not out already. And their logbook, The Abounding River, is where I got ah, that yes. from. And it's meant to do with a partner. And that was the most profound of, mm. um, part of that logbook for me, was saying these affirmations back and forth Was with that someone. the beginning of your journey? No. It was like into it. Into it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My journey yeah. starts... For me at 15 but like yeah <laughs> and then again deeper when my father well, died just in like in debunking
1: the myths that we tell ourselves and things like that like
0: no i mean yeah that because i was already doing affirmations and stuff at that point and so that yeah. was another like and then but and then even the negative thought thing like the fear of writing negative thoughts came even after that so that's i'm like there's constant Yeah. It's constant evolution of like the realizing of like that's also like take being kinder to yourself, be gentle, tell yourself positive things, acknowledge yourself, be nice to yourself. Be nice. And re- like we're all on a journey. Because Be that's what I'm different. like at every single point. I was like, what? I already thought I was so. And then like a whole nother layer shed. A whole nother layer shed. Yeah. Uh, like all of those things were after I was your geologist touring with artists on the road and saying inspiring things. The journey
1: never stops. The learning <laughs> yeah. and the journey and the And
0: that's for and all work, of us. It never
1: stops ever.
0: And that's the whole point, you know, of the the claim it podcast and why it's called claim it is that realizing that i saw firsthand that so often we're chasing for this feeling to be out there somewhere once i have this job once i look this way once i have this much money once i have this relationship then i'll feel enough no it never then happens. i'll feel valuable then i'll <laughs> feel worthy then i'll feel successful i call bullshit and that's a lot of the should thoughts too yeah. that it's yeah. putting it all out there yeah somewhere yeah yeah and that you won't ever feel those things unless you are claiming them for yourself. So as much, yeah. value, you know, as as high as you climb in your career, as much money you have, as much love you have in your life, you can have the most amazing people who love and support you, which it sounds like, this person said they're having a hard time loving themselves and seeing themselves as the people who love see them. So it sounds like they have a lot of love. Yeah. But you're not feeling it because you still are clinging to yourself not being worthy of, yeah. of receiving love because you are seeing there's something unlovable within yourself. And it's work. That's also, too, all of this stuff is work. It takes some dedication Journaling and time and work. Journaling is work. Paying attention to your thoughts are work. Eliminating should is work. affirmations are work you know but we what we have given you at least are actual actionable tools tools to use and even if you like just try one try the shoulds commit to it though do you ever accidentally say should it happens very few even when I read the kids' books at night, and they say "should I," do you change say it? <laughs> I change it. Like you need to do this. I whatever. just asked, but that's what I'm saying. It was so hard for me to read aloud these people that wrote in with "shoulds" because I was like, "Well, I feel like I have to actually write in their language because that's also part of their living into the should mentality." Yeah. Of what should I do? Everyone else get me the answers, which we're here. That's what the point of this series was: I only... is to ask us and to get our advice and support. Yeah. But that's what I left it in because I didn't want to edit what anybody. Right. Wrote in I to actually get good. their whole tone, but it was really hard for me to say. I it. watched you. You're
1: like, Ugh. I only ask if you accidentally say it because I feel like with all this stuff, it's like it's a work in progress, and it's like right. you're. It's never. It's never like a checklist where you're just like, okay, I did that. Okay, I conquered that. Okay, I've sorted that out. Like no, it's just it's still constantly a it's, still a it's constantly what, yeah. unfolding. It's it ha- it's constant comes work. out
0: sometimes. It's rare for me, but that's what I'm saying. I still have to be catching yeah. myself at and. But you have the awareness and the tools now I have the awareness and even if I say out though like and also like not being like myself I'm like oh I just said "Hmm, interesting or like I usually will change it because that's too and that's a big part of like editing your speech is that um, to not feel weird or uncomfortable like I said I would be like I should I want or if you're trying to change it and you realize like (laughs) I should and then you're like oh fuck I said it I guess there we go I failed again there we go you know like Mm. instead of that just to be like oh let me rephrase that yeah I want to, to, like, actually rephrase things and not just be like, oh, next time I'll do it better. If you yeah. can catch yourself after you've said it, then go ahead and rephrase the sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Because also, all I, we all, I think a lot of people are afraid. What will people think? That makes me sound weird or whatever. Like, nobody cares as much about what you, what about you. No. Than you like, it's all you. <laughs> it's all you. Nobody cares that much. They might be more intrigued. Like, oh, interesting. Nobody's you're trying, worried changing about out you. a word. <laughs> like, you might, you know, tra- like, transform their experience of life. Like, they're not going to write you off because you're weird because you said the sentence twice with two different words. <laughs> I think you it's You know, good. we make so much. We make If anything, so they'll hard. be curious
1: and wonder about that.
0: Exactly. Okay, last thing. We're going to tie this last one in, which is I, I'm so, they didn't put their name, but I'm cheering them on. Okay. How do you handle something you think will bring you joy and other people telling you? it is to insert excuse which makes you nervous and second guess everything on one hand you want to take their constructive constructive criticism and the other wonders how much it stems from their fears big good first of all like major awareness that she's even like seeing that that a lot of it does stem from their fears, because I'll definitely want to get into that. The background, I had brain surgery almost 10 years ago. For my first anniversary, I was so elated to be alive, I ran a half marathon. Now my 10-year anniversary of having the brain um, surgery is coming up. And for some reason, I decided to trek to Mount Everest Base Camp, got all my doctor's approvals. I would be traveling alone, but trekking with a group the month of my anniversary. I told my husband the plan, and he disagrees with the whole trip, even when I said he is more than welcome to come with. And now I'm nervous. I knew I could handle it before, but now I'm second-guessing myself, my safety, and so on. It's been a spiral of doubt. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it for sure won't be running a full marathon. So... Yeah, so how do you handle something you think will bring you joy and other people telling you it's to this? I've dealt with a lot of that in <laughs> my life. I feel like my whole life has been a lot of me being like, I'm doing this, and people being like, what are you talking about that doesn't make any sense? How are you going to do that? That a lot of times our parents, our loved ones, yeah, are trying to tell They're us what we trying- should do because they love us. They're trying to look out for us. And that now one of the things that I – I'm share, I share a lot about and that helps me deal with that sort of stuff and even deal with like feelings of in the past of feeling of people not believing in me or not believing in me now is to this Marion Williamson quote that I'll paraphrase because I don't remember it exactly, but like to see everything in life is either an act of love mm. or a request for love. Yeah. And love so that. that what you said to how much of it stems from their fears that, yeah. So your husband loves you. He wants to protect you. He wants what he thinks is best for you. He wants to keep you safe because he loves you. A lot of people want us to do what they think is best for us because they love us. So they want to protect us. Yeah. So they want you to do what feels best for them. Well, Get this safe what makes you
1: comfortable, Get yeah.
0: this, the, I know better. Do this and it's to see that it comes from a place of love really helps me so much another thing too um yeah his own fears that i also realized because i'm kind of like uh i was gonna say a big thinker i don't know i i've done things in my life i'm like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna build an app i'm gonna become a live sound engineer i'm building a career as a joyologist touring with artists like those are a lot of like sure trisha (laughs) but you do but a lot of – with what feels like – A lot of people telling you. A lot you. of non-support. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I'm writing a book. I don't get much people saying, that's amazing. You can do it. Or I do when I tune it out because I'm so used to people not believing in me.
1: <laughs> you know, it's interesting because my first reaction is when you're, tellin- when you're telling me that, like, I'm going to write a book. And then I think about, like, someone being like, oh, good luck. I really feel like that actually is just coming from the other person feeling threatened, like a, an initial bit of being threatened because they're not living out their dream yeah, or their goal Yeah. is like where that initially comes from because we all want everyone to be living their dreams and doing what makes them happy and go for it, you know? So maybe it's, yeah.
0: No, so that's what I was going to say is that I had to realize in times when I feel like people don't believe in me or are not supporting me in the way I wish they did, it's that sometimes it's, you know, they're demonstrating their love that way. And then that, too, it's like that request for love. That So, first of all, I think differently than people. You, who's going to, you know, wants to go to Mount Everest Base Camp – you probably think differently than your husband. Like I'm somebody that's like, yeah, I can do that. And I'll make things happen and I'll figure it out and I'll do it. Uh, A lot of other people saying something so big like that, they have no concept of how you would do that. That it immediately triggers like doubts and fears, like you mentioned, in themselves. And it also then make make them start to judge themselves. She's going to go do this? What am I doing with my life? She's doing this. So one, it could be just total disbelief because they can't, like their minds don't allow them to dream that big. And that doesn't mean something's wrong with them or they're less than. Yeah, Their minds, and perhaps from how they've been raised, how life shows up to them, how their mind works, doesn't allow them to think in the way that mine does, that yours does, of the possibilities that we have, that we can make anything happen. Yeah. You know, like I've done a lot of self-work, but I, from a, like, I've believed in myself from a really young age and maybe that was from like, yeah, I almost committed suicide and that was that choice. But I think, I feel like from even earlier on that I had a strong sense of that. Yeah. Um, so compassion to other people helps is that feeling like it maybe doesn't mean that they don't believe in me it might be their own. It's bringing stuff, something
1: up for them, absolutely. You know? And they might
0: not even realize it. They might not realize that they're not telling, showing, showing me that that they believe in me and support me at night. Not be intentional. Like your yeah. husband is likely trying to protect you because he loves you. Yeah, he's
1: probably like I he might, might be uh,
0: envious of you. I might
1: have like I already almost lost you once or something. I don't totally. want to lose you again. And then also, might it might be a combination
0: yeah yeah so that's what for sure i was trying to like make it wider for other people that might relate to this because that your yeah. answer was like question of big and like that's something i have to come up with all the time of like people raining on my fucking parade oh i want start- not seem to jump on board with all the awesome shit i'm up to can you everybody please be excited for me <laughs> yeah. no you just want to like ignore me or be like how are you gonna do that that's hard and try to tell me how hard everything is i mean stop I- raining on my
1: parade world I- <laughs> I keep saying I want to start a restaurant, and like I'll just have people randomly email me or text me. They're like, "Oh, and by the way, don't start a restaurant." And I'm like, "And there are people I like, don't have anything to do with restaurants, and probably. Then, well, but, well, or maybe they well, don't. some too that also have restaurants, um, but some that don't." And I'm kind of like, it just makes me want to do it more. But I had a lot of people when I was gonna when I was starting out playing music, like a lot of you know, I was like, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go on tour. I'm gonna be a musician," I suppose. And I had a lot of people. A lot of friends and people go like, okay, like, and I just was like, fuck, whatever. Only I know what feels right. Only you know what your heart is calling you to do and what is going to bring you joy. And you, I feel like you have one life, like it is our job to make the most of it. And you know like there's a part of me that's like i kind of just want to fucking start a restaurant and if it fails it fails and yeah. i feel like you you're i feel like you do that like you you'll just like do something and i feel like you don't even have any like fail isn't even in the no. in
0: the space it's all just like learning yeah it's just like you oh, cool. You just that like didn't work out cool actually that didn't feel great to me or oh okay i guess that yeah or you wasn't the right time for that
1: Yeah, but I I really do feel like most of the time it's other people going like feeling threatened or intimidated because you're like, yeah, I'm going to go do this. And then they I feel like they can sense within you that you're like serious. (laughs) Like, whoa, she's going to go do that. Like, dang. You know, and then it brings up a bunch of stuff for them. And but I feel like you got to trust your gut and and maybe just have that have a have a sit down convo with your hubby and be like, what, what, what is this bringing up for you? Why don't you want me to do this? Yeah. Like, let me, let me try to understand where you're coming from because I don't want to put you in an uncomfortable situation either. And it would really mean a lot to me to have your
0: support. Yes. Love that way of communicating. Cause yeah, he sounds like he loves you and he wants what he feels is best for you and to stay safe. Uh, yeah, it sounds like you you have your doctor's p- approval that you have it figured out that like, yeah, of course, what you're going to do has some danger in it. But that's whether you have had a brain surgery or n- not. Yeah. So just like, how does that feel? Does that excite you to like go to Mount Everest Base Camp? That sounds like once the Trek Mount Everest Base Camp, that sounds like. Once in a lifetime thing. Like, it sounds like if, did you pick that, you know, it sounds like something that you picked and that you wanted to, not like somebody else told you, like, you should do that. maybe yeah. you should do that or this will make you really feel like you're recovered or, you know, like this will be the best thing. Like, to think, you know, and, yeah, and it's also natural to second guess yourself and your safety. But to again, so talk to your husband. See if there's a way he. Yeah, does he come along with you for the trip, or um, do
1: you want him even to? Come yeah, and along? also like, what
0: is your relationship with your husband? Because <laughs> it sounds like you booked the trip and then told him afterwards. Um, yeah, I was kind of like, huh, where are we going with this? But I don't know. I don't know if that girl. Came it out. sounds like you do what you want, <laughs> yeah. which I mean I can get that. Like I can jump that, but yeah, like. um, Connect to yourself again and have maybe, that conversation. Maybe you didn't
1: check in with him, and now he's feeling like you're doing things without him, and he's feeling left out. Or well, that's something.
0: true. Yeah, he could be feeling like, like you don't care about him. You're not or,
1: sharing your life things with him, or something.
0: Yeah. So definitely space to have that conversation with him. Um, I think that's amazing that you want to do it. And again, if it feels good to you, and also like with with things that are exciting and exhilarating like that. I do want to be clear that there's always like an edge of nervousness and fear and doubt and things. So I think it can be challenging to like trust your intuition or like just go with, you know, like if it's not a fuck yeah, then it's a no. Like that can be misleading because honestly a lot of the biggest things that I – put myself poor or more like a like I'm shaking to death like it's um, yeah fuck him um, yeah Well wasn't your speaking thing that you just did you were pretty nervous about that right like Well and I mean the initial yeah you know when they first I I want so badly to be a speaker and that was a goal of mine earlier and then I had kids and I wanted to stay at home and so now I'm back into that and when I got reached out like hey will you speak at this event we have all of these amazing people that like Are speakers and that have books out. Yeah, and I was like, yes, oh my god, thank you. And then I was scared in my fucking mind. And then they're like, you're also going to be on this panel, and the panel was cool. And then they sent me the schedule, and I only saw myself listed on the panel and not a talk. And I was relieved. I was relieved that I no longer had a speech, even though it was the thing I most wanted to do. I so want to speak, and I was like, cool. But then they sent the like new schedule, and it was like, (laughs) you know, it was just like a typo thing. But I. Was relieved that I more, wouldn't have to do that thing that I so want to do because then it would be like facing to not, have yeah, to like facing fears. the fears of like I so I have so much to say. Same thing, like me telling people that I'm writing a book and that you know that I'm currently like in the process of selling the book, so I do not have a publisher yet. Is fucking scary. It's like I have so much to say. I really feel like I have a lot to impact people and how they live their lives by these tools that I use that have shifted my life. But at the same time, it's the fucking scariest thing to do to say, I have, I'm worthy of a book deal, yeah. even though I so believe in myself. Yeah. So to be clear, you know, you going to hike Mount Everest Base Camp, whoever you are that's listening that wants to do something, but then like, you know, it's, it is scary to but I think that's why you want to do it because, yeah. because, because over, because, because doing nudges. that and being on
1: the other side of it is what it's, is going to get, like you're, it sounds to me like you want to do something that pushes you and challenges you that you can accomplish, that you can be on the other side of it and be like, fuck yeah, I did that. I wanted to do that. I did that. Whatever I try, you know.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying like to not.
1: Like, to any of those think, things are going to scare you. To not
0: believe that if you are doubting yourself or you are afraid of something, then it's not meant for you. Like, because that's what I'm saying. Oh, but yeah, I, you yeah, know, gotcha, with, gotcha, like, gotcha. the, like, motto of if it's not a fuck, yeah, it's a no. You're saying it's okay. I called bullshit on that. I do yes. have a video on that. I think that it's it is normal. a great statement that I will sometimes share in some context. But at the same time, some things that are so true, big yeah. for me, you know, like, it could be, like, I'm a shaky, like, yeah. Uh-huh, I want to do that, but I'm yeah. so fucking scared because right. what if it's not going to work out and I'm not enough? Yeah. So what I was more saying is, like, if you're out there and you're thinking, like, I really want to do this thing, oh, but I have this doubt and fear, so maybe it's not for it's me. It's not always black and white. Like That, saying, like, yeah. keep yeah. – but you just know. You know you deep know. within yeah. you, like, yeah, I got to go it- scratch this. <laughs> I I agree. I got to go see, and there is no such thing as failure. It's all the journey of life and learning and, yeah, like, trust yourself. And um, I think, I mean, the way that you wrote it, it really founds, sounds like you want to go do this 10-year anniversary trek to Mount Everest Base Camp and that you're healthy and approved to do it. So trust yourself, have that loving conversation with your husband coming from a place of the I statements of again, yeah. or like, this is what I want to do because, you know, how will it make me feel to do that? Like, you know, when you were second guessing make me, it's making me feel like, this. Yeah. What could I do that would make you feel more comfortable and confident? Cause yeah, he's probably just worried about your safety and not even because you had brain surgery, just because anybody, that's dangerous. Yeah. I wanna go.
1: Yeah. All right. Should we go do it too? I, oh, I don't know. Do you want to, Trust? <laughs> God, I'm not even doing it on purpose. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Does that sound like something you'd want to do, Tricia? I'm
0: going to send these recordings to my, like, prospective agent and be like, here, listen to the ways that should...
1: I'm helping you right now. (laughs) I'm helping with the book deal. Um, Here's my
0: book proposal and here's two conversations. Gosh, it's really true.
1: It's like, because when I'm asking should, I really am, I'm just putting it out there to decide. I'm not even, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Mount Everest Base Camp sounds pretty fun to me.
0: Let's do it. I think it's... Send us a message. Let us know when you're going. Maybe we'll go. On.
1: We're gonna show. I once sent Trisha off to India with her backpack. You came back what a week later, a month later,
0: about three weeks. Yeah, that story. Um, I think that story's gonna be in the book. <laughs> I sent you right up. I think I have a picture still because that made me. That was a yeah. That story will be in the book because that was basically I had to come back and create boundaries. I ran away to India at the, at the the night. Before I left, we you had a little, like, going away party for me at your house. And Brandon Lomax, remember him? Yeah. Hi, Brandon. So funny, because I'm seeing Ca- Cass- Cassia on Monday. You are? Yeah, I'm interviewing her. No way. Yeah. I um, love her. I want to take a journey. Anyway, he was like, what are you most excited about, India? And I was like, to not be around anybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> run, run away. <laughs> I was the trip wasn't about India at all. I just was like, dude, like how far can I? I didn't want to have to. I just wanted to take time for me, and I didn't want to have to say no to people or yes to people or it was think easier about to run it. Run away was easier to run away mm-hmm. and vanish than to like stand up for myself. Did you go to an ashram counters? or something? Yeah, that didn't last for me either. I got real. I did get like sick at the ashram, and they put like leeches on me to try to oh eat the poison out or something. Oh boy, didn't work. Yeah great you know i gave all good, my stuff away good learning lesson said i was going to india for six months came back there for three weeks everything worked out though guys everything really worked out so again that was not a failure <laughs> didn't
1: you give stuff away and then you came back and then you're like do you happen to still have that and people were like no nope.
0: <laughs> probably <laughs> that that sounds like me no, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> uh, 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 oh man all right so uh yeah that's um this episode of uh, Ask TNT. I love this. <laughs> Go to yourjoelogist.com slash ask. We finally got it. Um, it's yourjoelogist.com slash ask. Only if you want to. Yeah, if you want to. Not If you f- don't feel pressured don't that feel you, like you should. should. Ask us any questions. Should's overrated. <laughs> um, you can find Tristan at Tristan Prettyman. On Instagram. And I'm at yourjoelogist.com. Make sure to download, you can even gift my daily inspiration app called Own Your Awesome. It has hundreds of powerful thoughts and affirmations. So if you're like, I don't even know how to get out of my head or what affirmations to do. Well, like just download my app. It's $3.99, one time only price. And you get, you can set a timer. You can get them anytime you want. You can go there whenever you want it.
1: I prefer your old school
0: cards. Well, yes, there also is the Affirmation Deck. I love the deck. Affirmation Deck. It's old school. It's the original. It is nice mm. to have it in your hand. You can like hang it on the mirror or something. So I have Affirmation Ooh, Deck also good. called Own Your Awesome. Yeah. Oh, I just opened my app and the card I got is Life is too short to live someone else's life. Give up what brings you down.
1: Mm. The shoulds are bringing me down. Oh, Barbara! Replacing, replacing the, the word, word "should"
0: with "want," I put myself in the driver's seat of my life. <laughs> that was another card. That's so good. there's thoughts. That's fun. So you just you just refresh it like that, and then a new one comes. Yeah, up. Or you can slide or have a daily. Um, I like that one. I I stand in love. I choose to stand in love, no matter what is coming at me. I am confident in who I am we yes, so yeah, girl. hundreds. Love hundreds, it. Hundreds. And also go to com for all sorts of products for your gifting and daily inspirational needs. We've got ornaments right now. we got keychains. Mugs. What keychain do you have on your keychain right now? I have fuck, oh, the, fuck the shoulds. Do the wants. Which is funny because most people think of fuck the shoulds like they're like, yeah, I don't like shoulds. But then they use the word 87 million times a day.
1: <laughs> I call the I need to switch that keychain <laughs> to like my main keychain because apparently I need to work on that one.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. yeah. It's a work in progress. But yeah. that is Ourselves. like, you know, that's the
0: point of the writing of the book that so many people will be like, yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, don't shit all over yourself and say that sort of thing. But then they use the word all day long. And so most people think about the idea of shoulds. Yeah, that's not good. yeah But then they're using the word all the time. And so I'm like, no, you have to actually eliminate it it's super powerful, and this is all the ways it'll change your life. I'm
1: going to be Kay. aware of this now. I need a little zapper. Like, every time I use the word should, it zaps me. <laughs> you, could, you should create, like, a wristband. Right. So maybe you, uh, should, you,
0: you should create a oh wristband.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if you had... Product it. development to be launching with the book in
0: 2021. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if you had a wristband that zapped you every time I heard the word should? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Thank. This has been really fun. So thanks yeah, for having me, some Tricia. More questions and TP and I will get together p- perhaps in the future to answer more. Yes, this was very fun. Thanks for having me. Um, say an af- I'm going to say what affirmation do you want to hear the most right now? I I was going to claim it. Oh, I was going to claim all my wants. Claim you're claiming all your wants. Yeah. All right. I am claiming that I am worthy. Of a badass fucking book deal. And that it is happening. Ooh, I want to up, up. I want to up my In game. 2020. I like that. It could happen. I, I mean, there's only a couple of weeks left in 2019. So I'll say early 2020.
1: You are claiming. Mm-hmm. I am worthy of a book you're deal. You're worthy of an amazing book deal. In early 2020, 2020. It's happening. It's happening. Early 2020. It is. Yep. You said you wanted to up your claim. Um, (laughs) I'm going to up my claim. I'm going to release some new music in 2020 finally.
0: Yes. And it's going to be epic. It will. It's sassy. Yes.
1: Yeah, I'm going to do it.
0: We're doing it. We're fucking doing shit, people. We're doing all don't, the shit. Don't we don't let anybody tell you you can't do those things you want to do. Life is too short. You got you you really just got to get doing all those things you want to be doing. Who cares about those other people, those naysayers?
1: At those naysayers. Mm-hmm.
0: But also like and I mean, you can love. send them some love because they got some <laughs> just They got some, energy energy some stuff. Stuff. They're just—they're trying the best they can. Oh, all right. we're all just trying the best. If you can. want somebody to cheer you on, send us a message. <laughs> Maybe that's it. We'll just create a message. Let's Maybe just go to yourjewels. slash ask and like. Tell us all the things you want to be cheered on for, and we'll just record a bunch of cheer you got cheering you on. Hey, so and so, Susie in Nebraska, and you say nobody believes in your dream to do this. We believe in you, and we'll just like cheer you the fuck on and like be like, you got this. That could be fun. There, um, (laughs) yep.
1: I uh, oh boy! We're i was still recording here. I <laughs> I'm tra- I'm looking at my
0: DMs to see oh, if anyone right, sent any questions, put, put but out. no one's sending questions. or just telling. it's good. This we're we're over an hour in. We can if somebody ends up sending you a schedule, record it for another one. <sighs> All right, bye. We love you. We believe in you. You're fucking rad and badass. We gotcha. We got gotcha.
1: you. Fun.
0: Yeah. Bye. Bye.